0: to expand every
1: question. Well, there has to be a reason behind some of your answers. <laughs> you know, it's it's it, it, it's not like flip of a coin or anything like that. You know, what <laughs> I mean, what 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 gravitates you to that to that one answer? The views and opinions expressed by guests on the TWBC podcast are solely those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views of nor constitute an endorsement by the host, TWBC, or the advertisers
2: national championships, confederation championships, world championships, major professional events. For over three decades, he has been there for many of the sport's greatest moments. And now he brings you even closer to the movers and shakers in the world of high echelon tournament water skiing. From the founder and creator of the Water Ski Broadcasting Company comes the TWBC Podcast. And now here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Season's greetings, one and all, and welcome
1: to this episode of the T WBC podcast. Thanks once again to Kevin Gallagher for providing us with the intro and also to Regina Jaquis for her part in the cold open. And she, alongside some of the world's top water skiers, will feature prominently in this episode. Now, during the course of a webcast, I don't typically get too much of an opportunity to ask the skiers any personal or probing questions. Normally, most of it is cut to the chase and go uh, straight into the technical orientated questions. But uh, as we do have time in the off season and uh, this podcast is uh, is up and running, I figured uh, why not? Uh, let's uh, let's see if we can come up with some out of the ordinary questions and uh, see how the uh the skiing athletes react to them so here's the uh, the first question that i asked him uh, would you rather be the best player on a bad team or the worst player on a good team uh, i asked this question of uh, will asher steven neviu regina jacquist uh, jamie bull and Thibaut Dayon. but the first answer comes to us a courtesy of dane meckler
3: Ooh, that's tough um I think I'd rather be the best than a horrible. Well, I think you can, you can bring others up, and uh, you know I, I think you can. I like the improvement, the journey, rather than uh, the other way around. Just along for the ride.
1: All right. Okay. You'd like to carry the teams. You wanna, you wanna be the leader, as it were.
3: Yeah.
4: Will Asher. I mean, I, I'd like it'd be nice to be a great player on a team that could improve and bring everyone up to the same level i think that would be an achievement or if i'm on a team that's not as good i have lots of role models around me that i can potentially come up to their level
1: yeah it's six of one half dozen of
4: the other isn't it yeah i don't i don't see myself as um i mean i'm in an individual sport but i get to i get to dabble with a team and one of the things i have a lot of passion about is Try and elevate everybody. Stephen, nephew. Uh, I think I could be the worst player on the on a great team, let ride the coattails of my teammates and win the championship.
1: Okay, so you don't fancy being a Wayne Gretzky then?
4: Oh, I, for all we know, he could be a Wayne Gretzky. Whatever else, the team's even better.
1: Gina Jaquis.
0: I would rather be the worst player on the best team because I could learn from the better athletes on that team to become one of the best on the team. Jamie Bowl. I think
5: if I was the worst player on a great team, but we were able to like work really well as a team, that would be more fun than being the best player and kind of having to do things on your own.
3: Tebow Dale. Oh, I would say I would love to be the best player in the worst team.
1: Okay, explain.
3: Uh, uh I mean, emotionally or, or feeling wise, being the worst in the best team. Yeah, it's. I would say I'm more. I'm always trying to be the best on everything I do, and uh, I would say looking at if other people are not as good as me. uh, We can always do something. I mean, I like to be a leader, I would say. So uh, carrying a team that is not as good as me, uh, that's what I like and make them better. I mean, if I was the best one. On the other hand, if I was the worst one, I would learn from the people that are better than me. But I'd rather have the situation of being uh, the leader.
1: All right, some great answers there. I'm sure you'd agree. And uh, the next question that I had uh, lined up for uh, for our skiers, and I did actually reach out uh, to uh, to a few more uh, for for this one. I had the likes of uh, Freddy Krueger, uh, Jacinta Carroll, Regina Jaykus, uh, Joel Howley, Elizabeth Montavon, Karen True Love, and Manal Stard And the first answer that we're uh, we're gonna get is from Freddy Krueger. Uh, what is one thing that you? Like that most people don't. Onions.
4: Onions. I love onions. Um raw onions even. I'm not I'm not gonna, you know, eat it like an apple per se, but um you know, raw onions on a sandwich is uh, uh the kind of the more the merrier. I love that.
1: Jacinta Carroll. Studying. Studying, okay. I
4: love to be yes, I'm a nerd and I thoroughly enjoy the process of learning. And the time it takes, but then the gratification at the end to fully comprehend and understand the the science or whatever it was
1: you were trying to learn. I actually love studying. <laughs> Regina Jaquis? Math. <laughs> Expand upon that. When when did when did you become when when did you realize that uh, that you had like a knack for for math?
0: Um. Well, I guess just always through school. I um, enjoyed my, you know, I was a little bit more of a nerd compared to most people, I guess, but um, probably in grade school, I got my first, like, B ever in my life, and I thought that was just going to just ruin my life, and it was in math, and so I you know, came home with my report card, and I told my parents that. I know I'm in trouble because I got a B in math, and I'm never going to get a B again. It may have been a C. I don't know, but I never got that ever again. I was like A, always in math, so I just think that it was a challenge, and you know as a kid and um you know i've been able to expand onto it now with my pharmacy degree that i got from monroe louisiana and now that i have a compounding pharmacy you know emerald coast compounding so we have the you know compounding is not just about the the pharmacy world it's also a lot of math that goes into it and um I love math, so I get to do it every day, and um, it helps me with that side of my life and career.
1: Joel Howley. Uh, toe socks. Toe socks. Okay, that's a little. Yeah, weird. Mate,
5: People seem to be like, people seem to be pretty morally opposed to those, but I highly rate them, especially after exploding my
4: foot at Worlds. They seem to let my feet rest a little.
1: All right, I'll be on the lookout for those the next time you head head yeah. to these shores. All right, then. What's They're left? Pretty on- controversial, mate.
4: Everyone hates them.
1: Elizabeth Montevon.
0: I love the smell of vinegar, and I also love the smell of perm solution. I grew up in a hair salon because my parents owned a hair salon, so that's a very familiar smell to me. And because I still work in the beauty industry, every once in a while somebody gets a perm, and that smell, which everybody thinks is atrocious, I love it. It like reminds me my, my, reminds me of my childhood, and I know that's super weird, but yeah, perm solution.
1: Karen True Love.
5: The smell of gasoline. I don't know. I kind of. Like when I'm at the smell of gasoline is, I don't know that I, I don't love it. I just like I'm okay with it, and I know most people hate it.
1: Okay, okay, okay. I'd, I'd
5: uh, Yeah. Next, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just trying to
1: imagine you at the gas pump at like racetrack. Well, track. I'm
5: not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was a kid, my my dad was always like, "Don't don't smell the gas," or somebody would always tell me, "Don't smell the gasoline." And I don't know if it's because I was told that I shouldn't, and so I did. I don't know, but I just remember like. Thinking it doesn't smell that bad, I actually don't mind it. It has a unique smell, and no, I mean it can be overpowerful. So it just just that slight smell, yeah, is like I don't mind it.
1: It's almost like that movie line from Platoon. Oh, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Manon Costard.
5: I mean, in the summer, I'd rather. Um, have some somewhat cold water and so if i want to go and swim i actually really enjoy it being pretty chilly rather than just you know regular hot water (laughs) um i get yeah i get a lot of people telling me that i'm a bit crazy for that okay Um,
1: find a nice little lake find a nice little lake up in the alps somewhere and take a dip
5: exactly well that's that's where i grew up skiing and and the water was really really cold and and the lake was very very deep and it was all you know like um snow water from the from that from that winter that was um the lake that way so so yeah the water was was pretty cold i guess i i um grew up that way and i i still like it (laughs)
1: Well, some interesting answers there. I'm sure he'd agree, especially the uh, the one from uh, from Joel Howley, and I'm definitely going to keep his uh, feet to the fire, so to speak, uh, with with those toe socks. I'm sure that that he'll be uh, wearing those uh, by the time he makes it over stateside in time for those uh, Masters Qualifier tournaments in the early part of May. But our, the last question that I will highlight uh, for our uh, competitors, Freddie Winter, Corey Vaughan, and Freddie Kruger, alongside robert Pagosi, and uh, finally chris Parrish, answer this next question and i posed it to karen true love first of all this question definitely comes uh, with a few humorous answers and it is what's the cheesiest movie line or moment you can think of
5: the titanic king of the world yeah king of the world i always find that kind of cheesy i don't know so that's my
1: Okay. One the that old, just comes
5: to mind. The old is that Gwyn- what it is? King of the World? Yeah.
1: King of the World? Yeah. No, Leo De- Leonardo DiCaprio and Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. in that one.
5: Yeah, or what? No, it wasn't. What well, was Leonardo? But it was, uh, what was her name? Not Gwyneth. It was um, Kate Winslet.
1: Kate Winslet. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. the other one. Ah. Yeah. It's always yeah. one of those, you know. <laughs> it's even, gotcha. Gah. Yeah. <laughs> Kate Winslet. There we go. Kate Winslet.
5: Yeah, I do really. Yeah, I do really like her. Like, but there was something about that in the movie. I was like, oh, that's just a little cheesy for me. But so, I guess that'd be my answer. Freddie
1: Winter.
4: I don't know. I spend a lot of time trying not to watch cheesy films. I find them annoying. But I mean, it's got to be something from Pearl Harbor. Or something ridiculous. I mean, Pearl Harbor, which was, I think, came out in the right at the end of the 90s or early 2000s, or, you know, it was sort of along that Armageddon, um, you know, I forget what's the name of the director, Uh, Michael Bay, I think, was just shocking, overwrought emotion, which was parodied pretty well by Team America, one of the greatest films of all time, um, uh, a couple of years later. I can't think of anything specific, but I mean, just, just, you know, um, Josh Hartnett, you know, crying, uh, beating the floor and being very upset uh, about whatever had happened that had caused him such distress. Um, Yeah, no, that's cheesy as all hell.
1: Yeah, probably the uh, the other guy that was on that movie. What was it, Ben Affleck, uh, who was Affleck. Who was there on the same set? I mean, I would probably be in, be in a sobbing mess as well if that happened.
4: Uh, yeah, I bet. Whatever, for whatever reason, Ben Affleck gets such hate, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I bet they were both quite boorish characters in real life. Corey Vaughn. Okay. Gee, I'm really holding my feet to the
2: fire here. Cheesiest movie line or moment. Um, all right, well, I'm, I'm just going to go with, I'm not going to know the characters' names very well, but I think people will know what I'm talking about. In The Sound of Music, there's the one scene with, like, the teenage daughter and the teenage Nazi soldier where he sings for that song kind of, like, outside. And um, I don't know. It was very patronizing and, uh, and rather cheesy. So I'm going with that one. Freddy Krueger
4: cheesiest movie I know of is uh, a movie called The Replacements and it was uh, substitute football players when the uh, NFL went on strike was the premise of it and there was boy there was a bunch of them in there but um, probably I don't know if it's cheesy but I think one of the best lines was Gene Hackman asked the guy uh, do you know what separates the winners from the losers and he said yeah the score
1: Robert Pagosi
5: Oh, I think it's the one from Wolf of Wall Street when the, um, Matthew McConaughey and Leo start doing the... Mm-hmm. Um,
4: you know what what I mean, right?
1: Yes, I know exactly the one you mean, that- and that's and that's Vincent Staddlebauer's ringtone.
4: Exactly that one.
1: <laughs> yes, that, that, that tune haunts me for the rest of my life anyway.
4: <laughs> Chris Parrish. Son... Your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. <laughs>
1: there we go, Top Gun. Yes. There we go.
4: Damn, I knew you. How did I know that you were going to know that?
1: Of course, it's an iconic one, isn't it? Yeah. Screw <laughs> things. But if you screw up just this much, I'll have you piloting a plane full of rubber dump <laughs> out to Hong Kong. <laughs>
5: Oh, dude, that's great.
1: All right, then. I li- yeah, I like the second one actually better. Rubber yeah. dog out <laughs> <at Hong Kong. laughs> Hey, Tony. Yes.
4: God damn it. That's twice. I want some butts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's good. That is good. I love that. Yeah. That's, that's also from Top Gun. And I'm sure some of you out there are racing towards your DVD shelves to blow the dust off the, your copy of uh, Top Gun or at the very least uh, going to one of those streaming services uh, to play back that movie for old times' sake. It will certainly uh, entertain you between now and the time where the actual sequel comes out, but uh, we're just going to have to wait a little while longer for that, aren't we? Well, that concludes uh, this episode of the TWBC uh, podcast. Thank, thank you very much uh, for listening in if you want to reach out to me the email address is podcast at waterskibroadcasting.com podcast at waterskibroadcasting.com the next episode uh, will be coming right at you before you know it but in the meantime I'm going to say ciao for now and enjoy the remainder of your
2: festive season thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com